What's poppin' with you? It's your girl Jasmine Charlie, and right now you're listening to the Wake Up episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Now, I called this episode the Wake Up episode because I honestly just feel like it's time for us to wake up. Literally, 2020 is around the corner, and there is so much that is in store for us, and it's time for us to wake up and stop being complacent. I think some people got a little bit too comfortable with where they currently are on their walk and on their journey, and they think that is it. But it's like the moment that you get complacent is the moment that you rob yourself of the fullness of your life because God is a God who's going to take you to glory to glory. I'm not settling. Settling isn't even a part of who I am. Why would I settle when I was promised the best? What am I settling for? What am I compromising for? That is not my portion. So I'm here to reignite reignite this flame in you that it's time to wake up. It's time to stop playing it safe. It's time to jump and go out and do what you need to do. It's time to cut off them people who aren't feeding into who you want to be. The, The crazy thing is you already know who those people are. How much longer are you going to keep making excuses for these people? How much longer are you going to keep making excuses for yourself? I said in this episode, and I'm going to end with this in this intro. The only person who's going to look out for the future version of yourself is you. It is you. Your actions are literally the ones that are going to play a factor in your future version of yourself. Nobody else's actions but yours. So are you going to make actions that are in the best interest for who you want to be? Who you know that you're supposed to be? Because nobody else can do it for you. If you're not going to do it for yourself, who's going to do it for you? Are you going to compromise or are you going to live the fullness of your life? 2020 is literally around the corner. What you finna do? Let's begin the show. What's poppin' y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin' family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast with your favorite girl. Who's your favorite girl? I'm your favorite girl. For real. Ah, okay. Your favorite girl, Jasmine, Charlie, what it is, what it do, how you feeling, what's popping with you. Um, I am so glad that you are listening um, to this episode right now. Honestly, I thank God for it. And I, I honestly, truly believe that you were brought to this episode for a reason. Wherever you are right now listening to this, it's for a reason. <laughs> I, I, I really feel as though I have a word and it's so many things I I feel like I'm going to speak prophetically um, in this episode. There's just so, so much. And especially because, you know, um, the season is coming to a close. And not only is this season coming to a close, but also this year is coming to a close. And ah, I'm not going to cry. I'm getting kind of bittersweet because 2019 was just so amazing. And I honestly personally feel like if you did not enjoy your 2019, that's a personal problem because literally... Like we, we, we forget that literally we have so much power because we're creating the image of God. And it's like, God gives us free will to use, um, his God given power. We're not God himself, but you know, we're many gods, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you literally have the power to, 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 to create, um, situations in your life. So say for instance, uh, you, you want this type of carefree life where you're not held by, you know, um, lack, you're not held by, you know, negative thoughts or feared. Um, and you want to live this life where you are walking confidently in and making big leaps and just literally going at it in life. Like you can do that. Um, you think it's like, it really depends on what are you focusing on? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about the mind. Your mind is so powerful and, you know, for man thinketh in his heart, so is he, aka what the mind thinks the body follows. So it's like, of course, if you, if you feel like your 2019 was true, utter garbage and trash, I really just want you to 
really seriously reflect and think what was your mind thinking about majority of this year? Like, were you constantly um, thinking negative thoughts and focusing on the worst thing that could possibly happen? Looking at the the faults and the shortcomings of things? Were you focusing and magnifying, magnifying your flaws? Or were you looking at the things that you are actually good at? I think when we, you know, really evaluate how much um, energy we spend on thinking on certain things and seeing what type of thoughts we, we invest our energy on it will literally kind of play a role into how we view our lives so for me 2019 was amazing I spoke it I claimed it and honestly um even going into 2020 um this is something I use for 2019 a gem that I'll drop is like though things are going to happen on our journey not everything is going to go how we want it to go there are going to be situations that come across our journey that are going to piss us off and get us frustrated but it's like still having the mindset of regardless everything is working together for my good and this is still my year no matter what came my way 2019 I literally had in the back of my head 2019 is still my year everything is going to come together how it should be I'll be fine and I focused on the things that I already had that literally brought me back into the state of gratitude like I did not have time to put myself in a pity party and and, 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 and sulk in, in sadness even when unfortunate things were happening to or around me. I didn't have time for that. Um, and I'm a very optimistic person and people like to clown me for that sometimes, but it's like, okay, I, at least I'm not complaining and, 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 and my mind doesn't feel like it's in a prison and it's not focused on the negative. I'll rather be an optimistic person who sees the good in everything because there is good in everything. Take your book back to Genesis and read chapter one. Thank you. Um, it's like, I find no problem in being optimistic because honestly it's honestly played a great role in my mental health when you're not optimistic when you take things for what they are and not try to find the the good in in a situation or you just take it as is you literally if if you compare that person who just takes things as is and doesn't try to find the good in everything compared to the person who's optimistic who tries to find the good in everything they're mental mentally it's two different things. I believe the person who, you know, just takes things as is, whatever happens to them, they just take, deem it as truth and just let that be their reality and they soak in their sadness. They literally are in a mental prison. Like you're not truly mentally free, like free from the negatives and the 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 evil and the hardships in your mind. And then it's like your mind, we have to understand that like the more we focus on in our mind, we have to understand that it's more, more programming in our mind as well. So it's like it's being embedded more and more in your subconscious. So now your brain is now being trained to actually think of the worst case scenario to actually fix and magnify these negative situations. Sometimes some of you have literally been so accustomed to thinking negatively, speaking negatively, acting negatively, that that is literally how your brain operates. So your brain literally finds that as normal because you've been doing that for so long. And I would recommend that you go to the Bible and read Romans 12 verse 2. Do not conform to um, the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You literally need to renew your mind each and every day. Speak and, and literally affirm Romans 12 verse 2 to yourself. You have to. And understand when you plug in these new factors for your brain to now grasp. So say for instance, I'm so always, okay, what this negative situation happened, that's just is what it is. No, you literally need to plug in a new factor and say, okay, this happened, but there's something good about this. And you find that good thing. You doing that has literally made a, a new neural pathway for your brain to now factor in that good concept. And now your brain eventually, slowly but surely, the more consistent you are about checking yourself and catching yourself in these toxic habits that you have, the more that you are consciously retraining, reprogramming your mind, reaffirming yourself, the more you're going to see that shift, the more that you're going to see the renewing of the mind. And honestly, the more that you put yourself in the word, I promise you, it's like the word of God is so powerful. It's like it's spirit, like spiritually, it just 
it just does all the reprogramming, networking, all that by itself. I promise you it does. The more that you put your face in the word. And I want to challenge you to at least try reading a, a chapter, one chapter a day in the Bible, one chapter a day, one chapter a day. We have to understand family like 2020 is going to be so big and hell is pissed. Satan and his demons are pissed. And Jesus, they're pissed. So it's like you cannot afford to enter into 2020 with the same habits that you got going on, whether they're good habits or not. Well, no, keep the good habits, but still like you gonna have to take it up a notch. This complacence, I think it's like some of us have gotten complacent with where we are. Okay, I got saved. Probably I got born again. I believe in Jesus. I read my Bible here and there. I go to church here and there. Or or I go to church every Sunday. I get the basic concepts of the Bible, of life, of what God wants. And okay, I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm good every day. And it's like, you're so complacent, but literally you literally have to wake up each and every day, live each and every day with the intention of consciously going deeper on your walk. Are you allowing God to be a part of your everyday life throughout the day? Are you talking to God throughout the day? I mean, when you, when on when you're, when you're on your way to class, you talking, okay, God, you um, Lord, you know, I don't know how this test finna go or God, you know, please, I don't know. You know, this professor, he kind of crazy. He be tweaking, but I'm excited to go to class today, Lord. Or maybe after you get off work and like, and, and you're talking to God on your way home from work and you're literally talking about how work was with God or God, can you believe what happens today at work? Like Sally Mae, like how she really treated that customer like that. Like that was really funny, God. I really, I really enjoyed that part of my day. Literally things like that. And by the way, that is prayer. Prayer is talking to God. It's communicating with your heavenly father. He's your best friend. Are you implementing God in your every single day life? The more that you do, the more that you're going to dive deeper in the spirit. I think some of you, some of us have, we've gotten you know, complacent into the point where it's like, okay, I wake up. I think, thank you God for waking me up this morning. Now I'm boom, I'm going ahead doing my thing. I'm not even intentionally allowing God to be the GPS of my life. I'm not asking God, Hey God, should I go here for lunch today? Or should I go here for lunch today? Or Hey God, uh, do you want me to go to the mall first? Or do you want me to visit my friend Sally Mae first? Which one do you want me to do? Like, are you giving God permission to guide you throughout your every single day? I promise you, 2020, we cannot afford to not let God be our GPS. And it's time for us to honestly, I I want this more than anything. And I promise it's going to happen in the name of Jesus. More than anything, what I want from you as you can actually call me your life coach. Uh, I mean, though I am a life coach, but like, it's like, yeah, you can call me your life coach Um, because I want I want you, honestly, from a coach perspective, from a from a, a family member. I could be your sister. Oh, yeah, your sister, big sis, life coach. Cool. I want you more than anything to see so clear in the spirit that you're so into. I want your relationship with God to be immaculate, and I want you to have. Well, you already do have all you need for this spiritual war, but I want you to to see this war. I want you to consciously be aware that there is a spiritual war going on and I want you to consciously be fighting in this war. I talk so much about how there's a spiritual war going on and we get this, we know this, but it's like, are you now, are you, are you fighting in this war? Where are you standing What line, whose team are you on? Because in this war, we don't have time for complacency. We don't have time for the lukewarmness. Are you in or are you out? I'm done with all the rah-rah nonsense. I'm done with it. That's not my portion. So if that's your portion, I rebuke you, get away from me. I can love you from a distance, but it's like, We have to start getting so goal-driven. What do you want your life to look like by this time next year in 2020? What do you want that to look like? 
And the people that you're surrounding yourself around, the things that you are doing, is that in alignment with that person that you're envisioning yourself to be by the end of next year? Can we talk about it, please? And how dare we couldn't even think that we can get to where we want to get without God himself? And please do not be fooled because Satan can open up some doors for you to please read Luke chapter six. When when the Holy Spirit led Jesus to the wilderness and the, and, and, and the devil was tempting Jesus on the mountain, the devil was showing Jesus. It might be either Luke chapter five or six. One of those It's in Luke, though. The devil was showing Jesus all this and that will all give you all these kingdoms of the world. So just because you're getting these opportunities, that don't mean nothing. Is it from God? Is it from God? I, I, I need to address something, too. I'm, finna, I'm coming to your house. Open the door. I'm going to break it down. <laughs> Pastor Mike told me that. Okay. Um, but no, seriously, I think it's so scary how complacent I've seen some of us get. It's disturbing my spirit. And you know me, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to air it. I don't care. I don't care. Some of us have gotten so complacent to the point where when we talk about spirituality, we, we just think, oh, that's it. Oh, spirituality. Oh, this person is spiritual. Oh, I love it. Somebody says they're spiritual. You're, oh my gosh, oh oh my God, that person's spiritual. That's so cool. Yes, let's connect. Let's connect. Oh, you're spiritual too. I'm I'm spiritual too. Oh my gosh, let's be friends. The devil is a lie. We're so complacent. Some people are so complacent. It's like, okay, you spiritual? Cool. Demons are spiritual too. (laughs) What the heck? Like, you spiritual and? Just because you spiritual does not mean that we're on the same team here. What? Because what? There's two realms in the spirit, heavenly and demonic realm. And understand that the demonic realm is deceitful. It's not always so right in your face. Ooh, yeah, that that person's definitely in the demonic realm. Oh, yeah. No, it's deceitful. It looks good. It sounds good. And this is why you need to use discernment from the Holy Spirit free gift to you. This is why you need to use the Holy Spirit throughout your every single day life. You need to literally ask and pray and ask God, God, give me your eyes. Give me your heart. Give me your mind. Let me see this world how you see this world. I promise you when you do that, oh, you're going to see everything. You're going to, man, you're going to be able to tell, bro, the, the, the real from the fake. Satan is deceiving so many people. He's deceived me. He's the king of deceit. What is deceit, Jazz? The belief of lies. That means Satan is good at lying. Like literally, you can be so close with somebody and think, oh yeah, this is my homeboy. This is my home skilly biscuit. We've been good for 10 plus years. Whole time, that is a whole demon. And you have no clue because Satan is so conniving. He's so, oh, I hate Satan. But that person is spiritual. Okay, baby girl, baby boy. And there's different realms in the spirit. And just because you're spiritual doesn't mean that, we, that we're on the same page here. So can we stop this lukewarm? Can we stop this complacent mindset of what spirituality is? You know, but I am, I can't honestly say though, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I see the motion and the movement that we're going. Because I remember in 2017, that's that's when I was, you know, moving more, you know, growing on my walk and stuff. And I was like learning more about the spirit realm and not in 2017. People weren't really thinking about or talking about that. And I'm like, God, there's more to life than this. Like people are so focused on the physical, but I'm looking at the spiritual. But it's like not a lot of people were hip back then. I mean, in 2018 and um, and now 2019. A lot of people are catching on that there is a spirit realm. Okay, I love it. And I thank God for the revelations, the understanding that people are getting now. But it's like, okay, you understand that, there, that, that uh, you understand that there is a spirit realm, but now you need to understand that the different realms in the spirit. Like you're, you're almost there. I think we're just stopping at, okay, we're spiritual. I have a spiritual message for you. Are you an angel or are you a demon? I need to know. Do, you need to understand that there's angels and demons in the spirit. <laughs> who are you being a vessel for? I promise you've come across more demons than you will realize. I promise you. 
please pray and ask God for discernment. Please pray and ask God to reveal to you the people in your circle. Huh, <sighs> please. Um, and I just, I just, I want this complacent, the stagnant spiritual level to just go like we're, we're there's more there's there's more that we need to do there's more that we need to 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 accomplish and I think some people are just getting complacent and not literally applying everything that they need to apply you have all you need you have the bible and you have this podcast like from this podcast alone I mean I'm not just here talking so you can listen and oh feel good and not, and just go about your day. No, I'm talking and I'm speaking to you. I'm babbling to you because I want you to apply what I'm babbling about. If you're not going to apply what I'm babbling about, I mean, thank you for listening to my beautiful, amazing voice. But at the same time, it's just like, I mean, you're not really going to get the full effect of the show and, and then the journey of the show if, if you're not going to apply what I'm saying. You're going to still be in the same place. Some of you have applied some stuff and you've seen the growth. And there's some who have done the same thing, applied and seen growth, but you haven't applied everything. I don't know it's a process, but are you consciously each and every day focused on the future version of yourself? Are you going to choose the future version of yourself when you are around the friends who don't really care about the future version of yourself? Let's talk about it. Man... You got to you got to want want this more than, you know, the situations that are around you. Like, are you willing to make decisions that are in favor for your future version of yourself, even when you're in situations that don't honor that, like who don't care, like you out chilling with the bros? They out here doing some stuff that literally are going to set you back from being the person that you know that you are created to be. Are you going to follow the culture and the wave of your bros or are you going to stand up for the future version of yourself? We need to understand that nobody else is going to look out for the future version of ourselves other than us. It is up to you. You are the only one that can protect the future version of yourself. Mommy and daddy could try. Some of your homegirls, some of your homeboys could try, but it's at the end of the day up to you. So is the future, insert your name, is it worth doing what the homegirl's finna do? Going where the homegirl's finna go? Gossiping with the homegirls? Is that even in alignment with who you want to be? And yes, some of you are getting the revelation now, but come tomorrow, come two days later, come next week, you're going to slip back and do the same thing. So I'm asking you, are you serious or are you not? Because I need you to understand, bro, 2020, season three, bro, it is literally moves that we're going to make together as a Babel fam. You have no clue what God has in store for you for 2020. And I'm, I don't want to be around anyone who isn't serious. If you are not serious, please get away from me. Seriously, I don't want to be around you. I love you. I will love you from a distance. But 2020 is personal. 2020 is personal. Have you made it plain what you want God to do for you in 2020? And let me just say something too. God gave me a revelation on this that I needed. And I'm actually speaking to myself as well. Um, Sometimes God gives us a promise or... We, we ask God for something, right? And it seems like sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. But I realize that sometimes it gets worse because God wants to truly show us his glory. Like, yeah, this situation looks like a dead situation. Like there's no coming back from this. It seems impossible. But I'm doing this because I want to show you that I'm God. So when it does happen, when it does manifest... You will look to the heavens and say, this was God, my father. Glory be to God. So sometimes it's going to get worse. Sometimes you're going to be putting, some of you are in the situation right now. It seems so impossible. You feel like there's no coming out, coming back from this. Trust me, I feel you. 
I promise you I do. There's some things that we pray to God. I'm like, God, where are you? I know you said trust you, okay? I trusted you. I trust you, <laughs> LOL. It's been four years. It's been five years. Where are you at? I feel like you're not doing anything. I feel like you see me down here struggling. You see me down here hurting. But where are you at? Where are you at? You're such a loving father, right? Asking you shall receive, right? Well, where are you at? Why is my situation getting worse? And when it gets worse, it also does what? It tests your faith. And see, when situations get worse, the enemy will try to come in and, and, and pick at you and say, oh, well, where, where's this mighty God that you serve? Didn't you pray about this three, four years ago? It's still not answered. You sure God real? You sure God listening? Oh, maybe he mad at you. Maybe he don't love you. Rebuke him and cast him back to the pit of hell in which he's come from. Satan, you're a hoe. You're such an ugly hoe. You're such a clown. And I rebuke right now in the name of Jesus, whatever lies the enemy has been feeding to anyone who's under the sound of my voice, I cancel it. I cancel it and I return it back to sender in the name of Jesus. Go away. It's testing your faith. And even when situations get bleak, worship, give God praise. Even when it makes no sense, remember to walk by faith and not by sight. And I'm speaking to myself because I, it's hard. And this is why we need faith. Your faith is what saves you. Faith is all you need. And God is only asking for mustard seed. God is like, just trust me. I know I'm, I know to you and you're human because you have to understand God doesn't even, God operates outside of time. Time is a social construct. <laughs> God don't, God operates outside of time, dude. A day is like a million, like it's, it's nothing to him. So it's like, God is like, bro, I know in your human mind, because we have to understand God does not have the same mind as us. He doesn't think like us. So can we stop trying to think of a God that is, thinks like us? Cause he doesn't. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His thoughts are so much above ours. We can't even possibly get close to that. So God is like, okay, I know in your human mind, I'm taking a long time, but just still just trust me. Just trust me. I care about every single detail of your life. Just trust me. Trust that I'm going to do it. Trust that I know what I'm doing. Even when the situation looks bleak, have faith in me, please. Just trust me. Just trust me. That's all he's asking. Even when it seems impossible. God is a limitless God. Nothing is too much for him to do. So don't be afraid to ask God anything. And you know those prayers, those things that you want that seem so stupidly crazy? God wants those type of prayers. God is waiting for us before we enter 2020 to ask him for the big, crazy, obnoxious prayers that make no sense. God is like, Jasmine, I want, I want, I want my people, I want, I want my people to, I want my people to start asking these crazy questions that seem so impossible. So, so the world can see that I am God, that when these crazy situations, these quote unquote impossible things happen, people are left to only say this was God. This had to be him. It's always impossible until it happens. It's always impossible until it happens. You literally need to dream big. And I know our human intellect was like, okay, we never seen this being done before. This seems like a lot. It's like, it's impossible, but it's like, where is your faith? Where is your faith in this? If you don't have the faith to believe it, you will never see it. I remember that one Santa Claus. Santa Claus is one of my favorite uh, holiday movies, by the way. Um, and I remember, I think it was, yeah, Santa Claus one. He was like, is believing seeing or seeing believing? And I remember the dude was like, um, the little boy, he was like, um, have you ever seen a million dollars? And he was like, no. He was like, but it exists, doesn't it? He was like, yeah. So he was like, so yeah, just because you didn't see it doesn't mean it's not, it doesn't exist. Believing is seeing. If you believe it, you're going to see it. 
And um, it's the same with faith, bro. If you don't have faith, you're never going to see it. That's why you need faith. It sounds super duper crazy. I know that's the point. God is super duper crazy. God is like this <laughs> amazing, loving daredevil that is always down for the action, like down to do all the crazy, quote unquote, impossible things because he's so powerful and so limitless. And he's like low key getting tired of us asking him the same bland, boring things. <laughs> Like he's still going to answer him, but he's like, bro, I want, I'm here to do like new things on the earth. Like I'm, I'm here to literally do so much. And it's like, my people are asking me these boring, lame, safe zone prayers. I need, I need someone who's willing to, to pray a prayer that, that seems ridiculous. That seems stupid. I need, I need that type of person who has crazy faith, you know? And I also want to hit off a point. Um, there's going to be some people, God is going to tell you something. God is going to give you vision. He's going to reveal some of his promises to you that are over your life, that he's assigned over your life. And some of your promises that God has promised to you, it sounds so too quote unquote good to be true that other people are going to try to to project their fears on you because they don't believe it to come. And we have to understand, we can't even take it personal, but we have to understand it's like, it's so practical. It's like, of course you don't get it, but I, I have faith that God said he's going to do this thing. So no, I don't want your offer. No, I'm not going to settle. I'm walking out on faith and I'm trusting God. I'm trusting God. And I'm even speak on um, an example for me, for instance, like I think I said this on the podcast before, but like, for instance, um, and this is I love this because it's going to be such an amazing testimony um, in due time. So like right now, upon graduation of college, I have no clue what I'm going to do. No clue at all. It's literally like, God, I'm trusting you. And I keep hearing God say, just trust me, Jasmine. I got you. Trust me, Jasmine, I got you. I'm like, okay, God, I trust you. I trust you with my life. I trust God with everything. I include God in every single big decision in my life, even when it comes down to what I'm majoring in. I'm a freaking nutrition and wellness major. Everybody always, oh, I thought you was a comm major, girl. No, I tell people I'm an honorary uh, comm major. I might add it as my minor though, but I'm not a communications major, mass comm. Nope. Why not? Because God didn't say yes to the mass comm. Though I'm gifted in speaking and I love mass comm, I love everything, you know, media, I love everything broadcasting. I said, God, what do you want me to major in? Nutrition and wellness. I have to be obedient to that because I want to see the fullness of my life. I'm jump, I'm leaning and jumping in faith that God wants me to major in this major. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm following what God is telling me to do. Not what man, not what people, not what friends, not what family wants me to do. Because you did not create my story. You did not create me. Though if you want to take it to scientifically, our parents formed us. Okay, but who who formed our parents and their parents and their parents, parents, parents? Who created humans? God himself, the creator of all things. So at the end of the day, I need to trust him. You did not birth a purpose on the inside of me since the beginning of time. God did. So I have to have faith of a, um, and be obedient to whatever he says that I need to do. Because one, one, not mistake, but one decision can change and affect so many more people. If I switch my major to mass comm because I love mass comm, it's what I'm good at. It's what I'm talented at. But that's not what God has called me to major in. Do you know how many lives and souls are affected by that selfish decision that I made because of my comfortability, because of my desire to be a mass comm major? Literally let that sink in. My purpose is bigger than just me. Don't tell me what I need to do or what I shouldn't do. If God says do it, I'm going to do it. That's the type of faith you want to live in. That's the type of faith you want to live in. So I'm saying this to say there's going to be some people who are 
you know, sometimes God gives you a promise so big. It's like, bro, if I literally come out my mouth and say this, you're going to laugh. It sounds so stupid. And people are going to, to, to try to downplay you. People are going to try to speak fear into you to the point where it's like, you're going to doubt if God is even going to keep up with his word. But I promise you somebody, somebody's listening to this and, and somebody has done that. God promised you something and somebody spoke fear into it and just and just killed that seed. But it's time for you to take that seed and replant it in good soil, in faithful soil, and watch that seed flourish and grow and prosper and bear fruit. One thing about God is he never goes back on his word. He's bounded by his word. God is so faithful. He is so faithful. It is so hilarious. I was literally thinking earlier today or yesterday. It's so hilarious to me how us as human beings, we hate cheaters. If we're in a relationship, oh, you cheated on me? It's war. But you be cheating on God every single day. It is the same thing. Imagine God who literally is always faithful to us, but we cheat on him with things that aren't even better. I can understand if, if you're going to cheat on somebody for something better, I guess, even though it's still wrong. I'd be like, okay, at least she was trying to upgrade. I, you know, I, it was wrong, but I ain't going to, you know, okay. It was, I see your intention, but it's like, what better is God? Like, how can you get better than the Holy One, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, like the ultimate, the alpha, the omega, like the alpha and omega, like how, who's better than him? You cheating on him for what? For what? But we so anti cheaters, but are, but you a cheater in the spirit. <laughs> we so focus on the physical. I'm telling people, I'm done looking at the physical too much. Okay, cool, cute. But what's happening behind the scenes in the spiritual realm? That's what I'm focusing on because that's eternal, period. But I just really want us to understand that, man, like there's so much that God has for us in 2020 and I don't want you to miss out on any of it. And understand that 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 it, it's it's worth it all. It's worth it all. It's worth it all. It's worth it all. It seems like it's it seems like it's a lot, but it's worth it all. It is worth it all. And I want to thank you all for just riding with me for so long um, and, and, and just being so tuned in and plugged into this podcast. It means so much to me more than you'll ever know. And I just thank I thank God for the growth. I thank God for you. Um, there's so much more work that we need to do. But just understand that 2020, we're getting in alignment with everything, bro. Like we, you already, you have all you need. You're not like some of you feel like you're you're missing something. I promise you, you have all that you need. God is like, bro, apply all the tools that I've given you. It's like you, you, you waiting for God to give you the whole cake, but God gave you all the ingredients. Now God is just saying, now, can you cook the dang on thing, please? You, you, some of us think God is just going to give us everything, like hand it to us. No, God is going to give you the tools and then you're going to apply the tools and create the thing. Like God just needs your effort. Where's your effort? Where is your effort in this? You're, you're like waiting on God to do it, do it all for you. You're going to be waiting a very long time if you do so. You get what I'm saying? So I want you to understand that you got all that you need, bro. And I want to quickly read uh, this little tweet that I made today because it was just very interesting. I just want to expose this conversation real quick and then I'm going to end the show. I just want to say, I made this tweet earlier today. I was like, look, one day we're going to have a conversation to how some guys fetishize godly women for the aesthetic, quote unquote aesthetic, um, but aren't even close to contributing those same qualities by being a godly man. Can we talk about it, please? Oh, I'm going to do a whole little episode on this come season three. But it's just so funny to me. I just want to quickly say this. It's so funny to me how men scream from the rooftops or mm, a godly woman, wooty wooty woo, a woman, you know, a woman of God, wooty wooty woo. But okay, a woman of God comes across your path, but now she's doing too much. The way she carries herself, her standards are too much. She, you, you tripping or you think she tripping. No. Or, or is it because you're so used to walking around with worldly people, complacent individuals, people who don't know their identity. Then when a woman who knows who she is addresses you as such and tells you her standards, now you think she's doing too much. 
No, I just know my identity. I know who I am and I know what I deserve. I apologize that you're so familiar and so used to people who don't know who they are. So you're not used to people correcting and setting um, proper standards for themselves. I apologize, not my problem. And women, we're not off the hook either. You want a godly man, but you living like the world. Make it make sense, please. And it's so funny because it's a lot of beautiful women out here, but not all women are godly women. It's a lot of worldly women out here. It's a lot of Jezebel spirits flowing around here. You don't know Jezebel? Please look it up. It's a lot of lust flowing. Okay, she got a cute body. She got a nice ass. Cute. Okay. But what is she doing for you spiritually? She's keeping you in bondage, in cycles. She's feeding your flesh when a godly woman feeds your spirit. Let's talk about it. Godly women and worldly women are not the same. And a lot of you men who are tuning in, you're so used to the worldly woman that when you have a godly woman, you're trying to treat her like the worldly woman and it will never work. And I'm not just talking about romantically. Can we please lose this idol tree of dating relationships and marriage, please? There's more to life than that. It's actually getting annoying. My generation has an idolized, my, my generation idolizes relationships, or romantic relationships, I should say. Please, can we give it a break? Please, please. You come across a woman, you're not going to treat no godly woman like no worldly woman. You get what I'm saying? Like, people, everybody want a godly man or a godly woman until it comes time to treat that woman or man like the godly person that they are. Now it's too much. Now that person is asking for too much. Well, which one is it? Can you even break generational curses with a worldly person? I don't think so. You, you, you scrimmer from the rooftops, you a generational curse breaker. And now you, now God puts somebody on your path. That you could break generational curses with a godly person and now that person's doing too much. And now you're treating that person with the same approach as a godly, I mean, as a, as a, as a worldly person. You're treating them in a, in a fleshly way. I'm saying, bro, if you consider yourself a godly woman or a godly man, you have to understand that you walk so different because you are royalty. You don't tolerate just anything because you know your identity. I am literally a princess because my father is the king of kings. You're not going to talk to me or treat me like you stupid. Are you dumb? Have you lost your mind? And for the people who are trying to come at you, the people who want to gossip ab about you, they really are going to want to repent because God don't play about his chosen. God does not play about his anointed. Can you stop playing with my daddy, please? Women, we need to do better. We need to do better. And I'm not just talking romantically. We, we, we put so much idolatry into romantic relationships that we just let any BS slide in these friendships. God forbid, not my portion. I rebuke you. You was not going to come into my life with that negative nonsense in, in, in the form of a quote unquote friend. God forbid, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Get out my face, not my portion. I rebuke you. You're going to come correct or, come, or not come at all. Some people need to stop playing with you. I said it in the, the last couple episodes, and I'm going to keep saying it again, stop playing with me. A lot of people need to stop playing with you, bro. A lot of people got you messed up. A lot of people got you messed up. A lot of people got you messed up. But you see, the thing with me is, you can get me messed up in the physical. I'm going to handle it in the spiritual. I promise you I will. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. You're not going to talk to me anyhow. You're not going to act a certain way. No. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. I am royalty. Okay. And understand if somebody thinks that you're, you're doing or asking for too much, they're not even supposed to be in your life anyway. Fun fact, rebuke them and keep going. Pray for them. Love them. Keep going. But you're not going to make me compromise. Huh? How dare I compromise when God literally promised to give me the fullness of my life? How dare I? How dare I compromise? That is not even in my identity. Settle? Me? Uh -huh. I rebuke you. Get out of my face. Some of us are settling for these piss poor freaking friendships, these piss poor relationships, these piss poor business partnerships. And I'm telling you to wake the hell up. Wake the hell up. 
we finna enter 2020 and you finna take this same negative nonsense knowing who you are do you know who you truly are and i think some people don't some people may think they know who you are but they don't truly know who you are but understand they're gonna really feel it in 2020 stop playing with us set them boundaries if somebody got a problem rebuke them and keep going i don't got time for the rah-rah I don't got time for the negative nonsense. The clapbacks get out my face. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. Period. So understand, bro. Some of you men, quote unquote men, and don't even get me started on men, bro. Because I feel like, honestly, my personal opinion is you can be a male, but a man, that, that comes with character. Some of you are males, but don't even, you, you, you lack the character of what a man is. And God gave us the definition and the qualities and characteristics of a man in Genesis. Chapter 2, read it and weep. Adam, what was Adam doing? He was working in the Garden of Eden, aka working in the presence of God. Had that relationship with God. Some of you quote unquote men can't do that. Some of you quote unquote men can't even respect women. Let's talk about it. But you a man. Okay, cute. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Some people are going to be intimidated by the way you carry yourself because you're aware of your identity. And I'm sorry, not sorry, not my problem. It's not my, it's not my fault that I know who I am, that I took time to figure out who the hell I am because I spent time with my heavenly father. Because I wanted to know my purpose. So I went to the one who created me, my manufacturer, because I'm just simply a creation. And you mad at me. You feeling insecure, feeling some type of way and intimidated by me. Because I know who the hell I am. Get out of my face. I rebuke you. I will not shrink who the hell I am to, to make you feel big, to stroke your ego. Get out of my face. Grow the hell up. Grow the hell up. Please. Don't ever dim your life for no man, for no woman. The hell? Like, no. I'm not dimming a god dang on thing. And that's period. My light is going to shine. I will be that city on, 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 on top of the hill, bro. You will see this light shine and I'm a walk in confidence. I'm not cocky. I just know who the hell I am. I know my identity. Call me cocky if you want to. Cute. But I know my heart posture. I know who the hell I am. I know my purpose. I know my identity and I'm walking in it. If it intimidates you, not my problem. Take that up with your heavenly father. You think I'm going to shrink who the hell I am for you, for your comfortability because you don't know who you are? Yet you have opportunities, ample opportunities to figure out who the hell you are. But instead, you want to do what you want to do. You want to continue to surround yourself with people who don't know who they are, the people who are lost. But get mad at the person who is aware of their identity and walking in their purpose. You sound like a clown. Are you a clown? <laughs> I just thought about that uh, video. Uh, but I'm not a clown. I'm not a clown. Oh, with a, I think that was uh, the one, the shizzy. That was funny. But no, seriously, fam. I'm done. No more complacency. Stand up. Know who you are. Do you know how powerful you are? And you think I'm going to surrender my power to you to shrink myself because you uncomfortable? Huh? Get out my face. I rebuke you, not my portion. Y'all think I'm playing. I think a lot of people got some of us messed the hell up. Messed the hell up. Stop playing with us, bro. So Babel fam, understand 2020 is your year only if you let it, bro. What are you going to do? Own every single part of yourself. I hear you need to own who you are, every single part of it. Like me, like I'm Jasmine Ifoma Charlie. Take it or leave it. I'm not shrinking myself. I'm not changing who I am. I am who the hell I am. I'm not going to like, like try to fit in. Why the hell would I want to fit in when I was created to stand out? Why? Why? Please make it make sense. I don't need to look like everyone else. I don't need to beat my face every freaking day. I like, I, I really like walking out, just waking up and just going. I just, I really like my natural face. I really do. I really do. 
But like, I don't need to follow what society, what culture is saying. I don't need the clout. It's so many clout chasers, bro. And don't even get me started even at my university. Yeah, PV, I went there. Let's talk about it. So many clout chasers. For what? You chasing clout, but don't even know why you're here and what you're here to do. Get out my face. I rebuke you, not my portion. You're so busy trying to be popular and be known and get these likes and all this and that, but don't know who the hell you are. Them likes are not going to feed into your purpose. You still feel empty and, 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 and lost behind closed doors. You still feel unfulfilled. Yeah, people on campus clap and know who you are. Cute. But other than that, what you got? What what do you have? What are you bringing to the table? Nothing? Ah, okay, cute. Cool. Keep it up. So I'm saying this to say, man, don't shrink who you are. 2020 is around the corner. Season two is literally on its final stretch. Got two more episodes left this season and we out of here. I want you to just own every part of you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Work on the ugly parts. Work on the bad part. But embrace who you are. Keep God close. Study and read his word a chapter a day. Don't let these demons hold you. Walk in who you are called to be. If you don't know, at least live the life like Jesus lived. You have Luke. You have Matthew. You have all these books in the Bible that literally show you who Jesus was and how he responded to the every single day things that we all experience. God is like, can you do that first? Can you can you trust and, and let go of some things first? Then I can reveal to you my, your purpose. Because if I reveal it to you, now you're going to mess everything up. Because you're going to take it into your own hands. Are you depending on God with your life? Are you just using God here and there when you want to? Or are you depending on him with the hard posture of God? I can't do this without you. I literally need you. Every single day, every single second. Ponder on that for me until next time. Okay? I love you. I'm always, like I always say, man, stay true to yourself. Positive vibes only. And remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will. <laughs>